0: a Factual Data Creation Facility production. Welcome to the Straight from the Desk podcast, a podcast where I discuss but three things. Two are topical, while the last can be considered as flexible. So sit back and enjoy. If you like what you hear, click on that donation link which can be found within the show notes. Any donation will be appreciated. So, let's get started. How are you doing today? Well, before we get started, I have a correction. In the last episode, I stated that the Epic Times news organization was anti-Chinese. They are not anti-Chinese. What they are is Anti-Communist Party of China. A big difference, and I apologize for this discrepancy. First, according to the EpicTimes.com, the Biden administration is planning to bypass Congress and sign an agreement which will empower the World Health Organization to be able to dictate when and how to respond to future pandemics if this binding agreement is signed it would place the World Health Organization at the helm of a centralized pandemic response apparatus which would establish a pipeline all the way down to your primary care physician this according to the epic times story this would limit what your doctor could prescribe to you basically shutting the door on Alternative treatments, for example, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, which were both used for the COVID-19 treatment during the pandemic. Instead, patients would be locked into taking newly developed vaccines or treatments, which, as experience has shown us, would be selected by who contributed the most money to the World Health Organization's members. If you recall, it seemed the Communist Chinese regime had bought and paid for the World Health Organization during the last pandemic and then proceeded to give false information to them. And then they withheld pertinent info that could have saved countless lives. First, the CPC claimed that COVID-19 wasn't transmissible between humans, and then they withheld the genome of the original virus, which would have allowed the development of both treatments and vaccinations to be that much more timely. With the performance of the World Health Organization during the most recent pandemic, I just can't figure out why the current administration would want to sign such an agreement. The question I have is, can the Biden administration legally sign a binding agreement such as this without the approval of the United States Senate? Next, a train carrying a bevy of hazardous chemicals derailed in Palestine, Ohio on February 3rd. Besides leaking these hazardous chemicals, the local authorities decided to burn off the rest of them which created a toxic mushroom cloud over the area, which soon spread throughout Ohio and neighboring states. This created a heavily underreported catastrophe. Images of rainbow-colored sources of water, complete with dead fish and other wildlife floating at the top, soon followed. Yet, the authorities told the local populace that all was fine and that drinking from the local water supply was completely safe. What is really amazing about this whole situation is the complete lack of federal assistance. The governor of Ohio had to attempt to publicly shame the government, but still received no help until very recently. And by recently, I mean February 21st. No Department of Transportation Agency, Federal Emergency Management Agency, or Environmental Protection Agency personnel responded to this disaster until now, a full 18 days after the fact. Either this administration is just that inept or something else is going on here. What that something else may be? Well, I just don't know. Perhaps this is a punishment for the state of Ohio because it went for Trump in the 2020 elections. Maybe something needs to be covered up for liability sakes. Who knows? I feel it's a little bit of each. But what do I really know? No matter. This is a tragedy which unfortunately will be felt for years to come. Finally. Former President Jimmy Carter is in hospice care following a series of short hospital stays. The 98-year-old, who was the 39th President of the United States, had a, well, be polite, checkered term in office. He was elected following the Nixon resignation at the height of the Cold War and presided over a terrible economy, which really wasn't completely his fault. He was also in office during the Iranian hostage crisis and was known for his indecisiveness in his response to it. What I remember of his days in office as a teenager, if you can believe that I was once a teenager, is an economy so bad that I and many of my friends and peers joined the military for employment. Upon my first military assignment, which was located within the United Kingdom, the locals thought that President Carter was just a laugh riot as they and their media made endless fun of the man. Though he did give the military a huge pay raise and force the base exchange and commissary to adopt better hours, I remember not having the basic equipment in order to perform my duties. My supervisor had to cajole and basically steal a winter cap, a field jacket, liner, along with some gloves, so I would be more comfortable while guarding the perimeter of that base for 12-hour shifts surrounded by nothing but sandbags during those cold and damp English winters. For this and other reasons, my young brain hated the man at the time. Well, time has passed, and my opinion of Mr. Carter has changed somewhat over the years. I think he is truly a nice, gentle person who tried to do what he thought was right, albeit surrounded by closeted radical socialists who are probably to blame for his bungling decisions. Well, I wish President Carter and his family well. Well, that will do it for this episode. hope you enjoyed it. You can send comments, suggestions, or complaints to sftdpod23 at gmail.com. Take care. I'll see you next time.